This is episode 570 of the Prepper Website Podcast, where I connect you with resources that will help you live a more self-reliant life so you can love your people, get prepared, and live free. Today's article, Raising Rabbits and Butchering Them for Organic Meat. Hey, I'm Todd Sepulveda, the editor of PrepperWebsite.com. This podcast is an audible version, with some commentary, of articles that have been posted on Prepper Website, a daily curation of preparedness information. These articles are some of the best of the best that have been recently posted on PrepperWebsite.com. All article links and show information can be found on the PrepperWebsitePodcast.com. Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Prepper Website Podcast. Let's go ahead and jump into our article of the podcast. It comes to us from PreppersWill.com. And again, the title is Raising Rabbits and Butchering Them for Organic Meat. Let's go ahead and start. If you are interested in becoming more self-sufficient, you should consider raising rabbits. You can start with only a few animals and within a year, you will have a fine supply of organic meat for your larder. However, you can't just stick a couple of bunnies in an old cage, throw in some table scraps and expect to end up with food for the family. Like any other farm animal, rabbits require precise care and attention. Raising rabbits is a little different than raising meat chickens or wiener pigs. With chickens or pigs, most growers buy babies in the spring, feed them, and then butcher them in the fall. Your venture into rabbits will be more all-encompassing because it will involve the breeding process. Another way to think about this is that the mother rabbit will be doing most of your work for you. Now, you will want to start your foray into rabbit production by purchasing at least two females or does and one male, a buck. These will be your breeding stock. If all goes well, each doe will give you 32 babies per year. Now, since you are raising your rabbits for meat, you will want to buy one of the fast-growing medium-sized breeds, New Zealand White, Californian, or Champagne d'Argent. Now, guys, I don't know if I got that last one right, but uh, there you go. All right, so you might be tempted to choose one of the giant varieties like Checkered Giant or Flemish Giant. They seem appealing because of their size, but they are actually less efficient than the medium breeds in converting feed into flesh. Much of their seemingly large size is big bones. If your feed store has no breeding stock available, check with your county agricultural agent for the names of reputable breeders in your area. Pick out your rabbits and check that they are well-developed and healthy. Ask to see the breeder's records. Now, before you bring your rabbits home, you should have their cages ready. You'll want a hutch for each rabbit. You can buy these or build your own. They should have wire bottoms, but not chicken wire, so the droppings can fall through. Most people use all-wire cages, but you can also use some wood. In fact, if you do end up buying a giant breed, you might want some of the floor space made out of wood to protect their quite tender feet. You can put some kind of matting to cover the wood. Cages should measure about 3 by 3 feet and stand 1 or 1 and a half feet high. Make the doors large enough so that you can take nest boxes in and out. For giant breeds, make your cages a little larger. A mature giant rabbit can weigh about 14 pounds. Now, as I said previously when raising rabbits, you also need to consider the breeding part. You can start breeding does at 5 to 7 months old. You'll breed your doe by taking her to the buck's cage and leaving her there for a minute until he breeds her. Watch to be sure. Keep a record of the breeding date. Don't bring him to her cage. She may attack him and kill him. 
Now about 25 days after breeding, put a nesting box in the cage with your doe. The box should have a bottom, top, and sides. Make its entrance several inches above the bottom of the box so that the babies couldn't possibly fall out. Fill the box with good nesting material, about 5 inches in cool weather and 2 inches in warm weather. The doe will mix her own fur in with the nest. You want the doe to have her babies in the nest so they will stay warm and not fall through the wire. Hopefully she will oblige you. She will have them somewhere between day 28 through 32. Now when born, they are hairless, blind, and deaf. About 24 hours after birth, count her babies. Mate out any deformed or dead babies and reduce the litter to 7 to 9 babies. Your rabbit can feed about 9 babies but not more. At about 4 weeks old, the babies will start coming out of the nest. At this point, you can remove the nesting box, but still keep the babies with the doe until weaning age at 8 weeks. At this age, you can butcher them. They should weigh about 4 pounds and dress out at 2 pounds. You can keep harvesting the babies for meat up to 6 months old, but after 10 weeks old, you'll need to house each rabbit in a separate cage. You will want to butcher all of the males as well as the females that don't have perfect features. Save your best females to increase your breeding stock. Now rabbits eat greens, grain, and hay. You can use commercial feed, home-raised feed, or a combination of both. The feed should be at about 15% protein. The simplest method is to buy a commercially prepared rabbit feed, which is a pellet with a combination of grain and hay in it. Or you can feed grain to your rabbits supplemented with roughage cuttings. Rabbits like all the green feed from the garden, but if you feed too much of your garden products or table waste, which actually contains a lot of water, the rabbits may not consume enough of their own feed to make adequate weight gain. Too much wet feed also can give the rabbits diarrhea. If you use a pelleted feed, you can keep it in front of the rabbits at all times. However, you must be watchful that your breeders do not get overweight. If they get too fat and sluggish, they may not breed. Also, the doe can actually produce too much milk, which can cause breast problems. The stores carry some different rabbit feeds. Read the labels carefully. Some feeds contain chemicals that you won't want to feed your rabbits. Now, don't be shocked if you see your rabbits eating some of their soft, partially digested fecal pellets. It's simply something that rabbits like to do. The word for this is coprophagy, and it's pretty common when raising rabbits. Now keep water in each cage at all times. If you use those upside down waterers that rabbits suck, you won't have to worry about them spilling their water. When raising rabbits, you need to keep in mind that they can take a lot of cold, but not drafts. Don't place the cages where the wind can blow through them. A man I know lost all of his rabbits from locating his cages improperly, and it happened in one night. Now, overheating can also be a serious problem when raising rabbits. Too much heat will kill rabbits equally fast. If you see they are overheating, try putting ice cubes to their ears. Or better yet, locate your hutches where your rabbits can't overheat, even in super hot weather. Now, try not to excite your rabbits. Strange noises scare them. Some growers keep a radio playing so that the rabbits become used to a noisy environment. If by chance your rabbits get so excited that she doesn't care for her young, give her another chance or two to breed. If she continues letting her young die, cull her. Now here's a quick tip. 
If you have a garden, you should consider raising earthworms right under your rabbit cages on straight rabbit manure. The earthworm rabbit connection is a real plus for the serious self-sufficient farmer. So let's talk a little bit about butchering rabbits. Now raising rabbits and breeding is not hard, but butchering, the butchering part takes some time to learn. Although now I can say that butchering a rabbit is quite easy. At first I was not convinced I would get used to it. Here is what I recommend. Nail a board to a fence or wall at your eye level. Hammer in two number 16 nails, long nails, about 8 inches apart from each other, but don't hammer them in very far. You'll be hanging the rabbit from these nails after you stun it. It works best if your nails slant upward, that way the rabbit can't fall off of them. You can keep your butchering efficient by having four containers at your side before you begin. You will need two pans of water, one for washing your hands and knife, and another for washing and cooling your rabbit. A third little dish for the heart and liver would also come in handy, and the fourth pan will hold the throwaways such as the head, intestines, and blood. There are two ways to kill a rabbit. Take your pick. You can break its neck or you can stun it by hitting it in the head. To break the neck of a rabbit, hold the rabbit by its back legs with one hand and by the head with the other hand. Put your thumb on the back of the rabbit's neck just below the ears. Put your four fingers under its chin. Now stretch the animal out, then press down with your thumb at the same time, raise the rabbit's head rapidly. This motion will dislocate the neck. If you did it properly, the rabbit is now unconscious. Sarah, one of my neighbors, had difficulty breaking her rabbit's neck with this technique. I was taught the method by a fellow who has very strong arms, explained Sarah. But when I tried it, the rabbit started screaming. I don't know if you have ever heard a rabbit scream, but it is loud, high-pitched scream that just devastates you. Apparently, I didn't have the arm strength to break its neck fast enough before it knew what was going on. Sarah prefers to kneel with the rabbit between her legs. The rabbit sits up in its normal position with Sarah straddling it snugly. When the rabbit feels calm and Sarah feels calm, she strikes it on top of the head with a large rubber mallet. Then she hangs it up and cuts off its head. Another method to stun a rabbit is to hold it upside down and strike it at the base of the skull. One of my closest friends stuns rabbits with a hammer. He holds them by the feet with his left hand and swings the hammer with his right hand. It takes less than a second. You aren't really killing the animal with, each, with either method. You are just knocking them out. He can hit them in the head and have their heart out before it stops beating. In fact, he can butcher a rabbit from start to finish in five minutes. Such speed comes from killing 50 or 60 rabbits at a time. And he says that when you do that many, you can get fast so you can get finished. Immediately after stunning the rabbit, cut off its head. You may find that it is easier if you hang the rabbit up first and then cut off the head, or you can cut on a table and then hang up the headless rabbit. In either case, cut the head off as high as possible right behind the ears. My friend doesn't cut off the head until he finishes skinning, but he works very fast. If you are slow, you are better off cutting off the head and bleeding the rabbit so that it won't have any pink taint around the joints. Now hang up the rabbit. Make a little slit in the back legs just above the hock. The hock is the bend in the leg above the foot like an ankle in reverse. Feel for the spot between the tendon and the bone and pop your knife in there to make a convenient little hole for hanging. Cut the skin around each hind leg. To do this, you will run your knife in a little circle right below your nails. 
cut a slit in the skin between the two hind legs. Run your knife from the inside of one leg to the inside of the other. Cut off the tail, cut off the front paws. Now starting at the hind legs, carefully separate the skin from the carcass. You want to leave all fat on the carcass and not on the skin. Work your fingers between the hide and body as you pull the skin off. Basically, you can peel the skin off like a sweater. Now here's another quick tip. If you need be, you can run your knife between the skin and body to help separate one from the other. In an older rabbit, this may be necessary. Remember to be careful if you plan to save the skin, you don't want to slit it. Now with the skin off, you're ready to clean your rabbit. You'll be cutting the rabbit open from a point between the two back legs all the way down the belly. Insert your knife between the hind legs and cut the pelvic bone. Now slit down the belly. To make sure you don't cut up the intestines by mistake, keep your fingers ahead of the knife as you slice downward. If your knife strays, it will hit your finger and not the rabbit's bladder. Cut all the way down to the chest. Now that the intestines are entirely exposed, pull them out by grasping the stomach with one hand. At the same time, hold the liver in place with the thumb of the other hand. You don't want to pull it out just yet. Throw the intestines and stomach away. Now remove the liver, being careful to cut off the gallbladder without breaking it. The gallbladder is the little green sac that is hooked to the liver. Throw it out. Remove the heart also and save the liver and the heart in your little dish. The lungs and kidneys are still inside the carcass. Pull them out and throw them out with the intestines and other refuse. If you can't get the kidneys out, just leave them inside. You can now rinse off your carcass with cold water. Now, if you want to cool it rapidly, you can leave it in cold water for 10 to 15 minutes for cooling, but don't soak it too long. Water adulterates meat. Chill in your refrigerator. If you've butchered several rabbits, wrap each one in a heavily plastic bag and freeze them. Now, raising rabbits is a rewarding experience and it's not a complicated job. Breeding them requires a little bit of experience and observation, but it can also be easily achieved. As for the butchering part, you will learn to do it better and faster as time goes by. Raising rabbits is an experience that every self-sufficient prepper should try. All right, guys, so let me go ahead and let me touch on a few of these things here. I didn't do it as I was reading and uh, just decided to come back up to the very, very top. One of the reasons I'm reading this is I was thinking a lot of kids get rabbits for the Easter season. And so we're if you're listening to this when I'm first recording it and putting it out, we're about two weeks, two or three weeks in, you know, after Easter. So those that got rabbits for pets, are, it's going to start getting old for them. And parents probably, if they're not uh, they're not set on really keeping them as pets. They're going to start giving them away. And so you might be able to find some rabbits uh, if they're breeding stock meat rabbits and things like that. You might be able to find some on you know Craigslist. People might be giving them away. And so I just thought that might be something you might want to look into. And that, that's possible. The other thing is it's not hard to keep rabbits, right? So if you have a hutch, you can easily buy or, or build your own hutch. But sometimes there's kids giving them away. Um, you know, I I got a hutch. I was uh, donated a hutch from a friend whose kid was in FFA, right? And so they were going to college. They were wanting to get rid of this hutch. And I, I you know, I willingly took it and went and picked it up and set it up. And so I had rabbits for a time. 
And so it wasn't that big of a deal. It's not hard to manage. It's not hard to do, uh, you know, and so it's something that you can you can do and you probably would want that experience. So if you have a little bit of room in your backyard, now you can do this, right? And you can go ahead and uh, and raise your own organic meat. Now, I can't remember the exact statistics, something like, you know, two does and one buck, right? Two females and one male bred optimally could give you more meat than, you know, raising a cow, something along those lines or about the same amount. Now, of course, it's not the same exact type of meat, but if you're, you know, if you have a small space and you're wanting some organic meat and maybe, you know, meat, you know, going out and buying organic beef or something like that is just, you know, out of your price range. Now, this might be the way to go, right? You can you can easily do this. And like I said, people give away hutches all the time. You can find them on Craigslist or or on, you know, Free Cycle or whatever and uh, and just kind of start going at it. You can go to your feed store and buy, you know, you don't have to buy. I, I remember when I first started, uh, the recommend, recommended pellets that I should buy was for like, if you were showing your, your rabbits, right? Eventually, if you were breeding so that you could show them at the shows and you know, kids getting, you know, college uh, money and all that kind of stuff. Well, if you're not doing that, you don't have to buy the high, high end uh, rabbit food, right? You can buy the, you know, a little bit lower lower brand uh, or lower type of rabbit food you still want to buy something that's going to be good you don't want to buy the junk but it's not that expensive to buy a humongous bag at your feed store so it's easy to do like easy to to keep and you you know you fill up the water you do all i mean it's really easy the thing about the manure and then they didn't cover he, cover it here in this article but you can use, so most manure is hot, right? So you can't directly put it into a garden plot because it's hot, it'll burn your plants. But rabbit manure is not considered a hot manure. It, you can add it directly into your, your garden, into the soil, and you don't have to worry about burning your plants. But they are right about the, the grubs and the, the worms and the things that are there, right? Just you know, moving around, moving the manure around a little bit, and they they will produce a lot of manure really, really quick. But but you know, moving that around, you will find all kinds of bugs. So if you have chickens, and you have you know you you want to go that route, man, you can just you got the circle of life going on right here. Uh, you can you have so much good stuff that you can uh, gain from this. So this article really didn't talk too much about the manure using it for your or using it as a fertilizer for for the garden. Now the butchering part, I don't know. I don't know about this recommendation, right? So I remember watching videos. So when when I was looking into all of this, I was watching videos, and let me tell you, there there's some ways of doing it where you're breaking the neck that doesn't, you know, it's like, hey, I'm I'm, I'm hitting the rabbit with a mallet, and I'm doing. I'm like, oh man, you know, if you if you miss. And you you're not you're not very skilled at it. You're gonna you're gonna cause some damage here. You're not gonna have a very good experience. I guess is what I'm trying to say. So I remember a video that I linked to on Prepper website years and years ago, and uh, it was the Simple Gardener. I can't remember Justin or Jason. Uh, I don't know if he posts. Uh, he, he's like very sporadic now. But anyway, so he shows. To start from start to finish, you know, butchering a rabbit. 
And you know those small little baseball bats like you can buy when you go to a baseball game, a major league baseball game. You can buy these little bats, and basically that's what he had, something along that size. And so you can just think of, a, I don't know, it's like a, a round pipe type object, right? And preferably wooden. But anyway, all he did was he set this little bat on the neck of the rabbit, and then he pulled up and he, and he stood on both ends of it. And he kind of did it kind of lightly. The the rabbit is still alive at this point. And then he pulls up on the rabbit's hind legs at the same time, you know, with his feet, he applies that pressure and it separates the neck at that point, right? And so it instantly kills the rabbit. And, And so you don't go through this mallet thing and all this other stuff. The other thing is there's a little device that you can buy that you hang up and you put the rabbit, it's kind of like, it looks like a hook, but anyway, you, you put the rabbit's head in there and then you pull down and it on their legs and it, it does the same exact thing. So if you get to the point where you are doing this on a regular basis and, and this is something that you want to do, I mean, I would recommend those w- doing it that way as opposed to some of the, the other ways that they were talking about here and uh, you know, with a mallet or whatever. I mean, you know, whatever you feel comfortable with, but there are ways of doing it very quickly where you don't, uh, you know, you're not having the rabbit feel all that pain. It's more of an instant type thing. But anyway, that's just my two cents on on all of that. So, you know, raising rabbits is not hard to do like this. This article said, if you are looking for in. okay, so let me say this about the butchering. There are a lot of videos on YouTube on butchering, butchering rabbits. And there are people that are very, very fast on on doing it. And so it's not an issue of, you know, hey, how fast can I get? But how efficient can I be? Because if you're butchering, you know, somewhere between, I don't know, four to five to maybe nine rabbits, you don't want to spend all day going after it, right? So if you can learn a very quick way of doing it and you become comfortable with it, well, then, you know, the experience will be that much better for you. And so anyway, again, you have that organic meat that you can depend on. So anyway, if that is you, and this might, I know there might be some of you that, I don't know, there might be some of you that didn't even finish listening to the podcast, right? So of course you wouldn't be listening to this right here, but some, for some people, it's just like, that's just too gross. I can't go that route. I can't do that, you know? And I'm like, I completely understand it might not be for everyone, but if you are wanting organic, organic meat, or let's just say it gets to a point where the poop does hit the fan or meat just gets so expensive that you can't afford it anymore. This is a viable solution that you can use. So I don't know, uh, just something to think about, something to, you know, you could go there. Um, It's not, like I said, it's not very hard to do. And once you start getting into it a little bit, it's, uh, you know, it's just can can, it's just a, the routine, just like anything else, going out to your garden and checking the garden and feeding and watering the rabbits, you know. One of the other things, uh, just let me say this before I end, when rabbits get hot, now in Houston, it gets really, really hot. And one of the things, I know that this article said you can put um, ice behind their ears and, you know, that means you're opening up the, the cage and taking the rabbits out and all that kind of stuff. Um, one of the things that was always recommended to me was to get some bottles of water and fill them up with water and freeze them. And so have enough where you can rotate rotate these out 
And so you're putting them in the rabbit's cages so that they can, will go lie next to it. And so these, you know, these blocks of water, basically, you know, is what they are, is blocks of ice. They will lay on top of it or lay right next to it and they will, you know, cool them off that way. And so then in the evening time, you go get them, you wash them off, you put them back into the freezer. And then the next day, next morning, you pull out another set uh, you know that you have and you just kind of rotate these out so that you can keep the the rabbits uh, Nice and cool if you live in a very hot environment and like if you live down here in the south in Houston Definitely you would want something like that. So just two cents there on that just keeping even in Houston keeping the uh, the rabbits and the hutch in a place where there is like a breeze Might not be enough. So just FYI on that one well, guys, like always, I'm going to link to this article in the show notes so you can come over here and check it out. And don't forget, if you are looking for more uh, information on rabbits, I have posted a lot of information on rabbits on Prepper website. And so if you go to PrepperWebsite.com on the right hand side, there's two, two things that you can do to get some more information. There is a search bar. If you scroll a little bit down on the right hand side and you can just type in rabbits and it'll pull up every article that I've ever linked to on rabbits. The other thing you can do is go to the tag cloud. And so in that way you won't miss it for sure. There might be, there might have been an article that didn't have rabbits in, in the section, but, or in the, in the title, but there, they were talking about rabbits, right? So if you go to the tag cloud on the top right hand corner, one of the drop down menus, it says research topics. If you click on that, you will go to this big tag cloud. You just scroll down, find rabbits, click on that. And then every article that was ever linked or tagged with rabbits or rabbit will be there and then you can get that information and so that video that i was talking about will be in there as well and so you can you can easily find that one well everyone that's it for episode 570 hey don't forget to subscribe to the show you can head on over to the prepperwebsitepodcast.com or search for the podcast in your podcast catcher and make sure you add it to your podcast that you listen to. We do this every day, five times, every weekday, five times a week. And we, we try to record these and send them out so they are ready for you on your morning commute. And that way you have something to listen to or however you want to listen to them, right? And that way, when you subscribe, you never miss another episode of Sweet Prepper Goodness. Hey, and take a moment to connect with me. I have a link in the show notes so that you can join the Prepper website email list. And with that, choose to live a more self-reliant life. Choose not to be so dependent on the government grid or the grind. Until tomorrow, stay prepped and aware. Peace.